Welcome to The Positivity Effect, where paying it forward and doing something positive in someone's life can provide them with the confidence and motivation to do the same for someone else. Like a stone dropped into a lake, let's create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world. And it begins with your host, Dr. Thomas Retcher. Hey, what's going on, guys? Dr. Tom here. You're listening to the Positivity Effect podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. As always now, I can now say, as always, joined by my co-host, Mr. Mike, a.k.a. Mr. Audio Velvet. What's going on, brother? That's right. What's going on, brother? Hey, Dr. Tom. Hello, Positivity Effect listeners. Welcome back to another episode. Hope everyone is doing well out there. Just want to say hello from Dr. Tom and Mr. Mike, aka we haven't brought we haven't brought the moniker in in a while. We haven't. We haven't. You know, on on a previous podcast years ago, listeners, they used to call me Audio Velvet. I think we're going to bring it back. <laughs> well, we're going to bring I, it back. listen. You know, COVID nineteen, man, it's been tough. We haven't been, had gotten the greatest audio over the internet. <laughs> you haven't been too velvety. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what's that velvet? <laughs> what is that, audio cashmere? Yeah, audio cashmere is a step up. Uh, <laughs> That's a step up. All right. All right. Listen, listeners out there, if you got a better name, a better moniker, a new moniker, right? A new handle for me, please let me know. Let me know what I can call myself other than Audio Velvet, right? Audio Velvet is real 2019. It's 2020 <laughs> right now, about to be 2021. It, it, it was like 2019, like two, two days ago. Yeah. <sighs> If you say right? so, it's been a long couple of months for a lot of people. A lot of people are ready to see 2020 go away. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, listen, that's what we do here on the positivity effect. We, 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 it goes away here. We don't talk about that here. Cause you know, everybody hasn't, has been, not hasn't, everyone has been affected, you know, in some way uh, with everything that's been going on. And um, number one, we appreciate you guys so much for being here for, feeling that this is a resource for you to, uh, whether it's just passive listening while you're driving or it helps you um, think about something in your life uh, to to get you to the next step or maybe it's, it help, it's helping you and a family member right now. And then what you get from this show and from us, you now go out and spread that ripple effect of positivity, right, that we talk about all the time and, and do the part in, in your own life. That's why we do this. We 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 love to just be able to connect with for us ourselves too, like we, Mike and I, we get just as much out of this podcast uh, as we do from the listeners when we hear from you guys and how um, some of the, the the shows we've done and the interviews we brought on. So we, we thank you guys so much. And, uh, you know, if, if you do get something out of this, all, all we ask is if you could just share it with a friend, share it with a family member. That's how we grow. We, we don't advertise this podcast. As you know, We've been back in full effect and full swing in the last few weeks. Um, this has been a more difficult year for small, especially, like I said, everyone, but me in, in particular too, small businesses. So I have had taken a lot of time uh, to focus on the small business. And uh, But we're back. You know, we, we're having a lot of fun. As you can see, we're actually here. If, if you're watching right now, we're on, we're on live right now on, on some of the streams if, if you're catching this live with us. But we're in the studio it's nice to have Mike here in the studio today. What up, what up, what up? That's what I'm saying. You sound a little extra velvety yeah, today. I'm feeling a little extra velvety. Good. I don't know what that means, 
<laughs> but I believe it means I feel good. Can I go I as far to say that you, you're even looking a little extra velvety? Well, you know, it's because I, you know, cleaned up a little bit uh, you before did. I came the out cut, here. The cut looks good. Yeah, it looks good. Cut. Yeah, man. Freshened up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys can hear. We we uh, there's a third voice on the show right now, and um, that's what we do here, guys. Uh, we we make this podcast. It's it's meant to just be conversational. We have a good time, and we want to bring people to you that are going to make an impact on your life, right? And 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 somebody that's uh, that's making an impact in her own life. I said her, right? We have we have a, a woman on the podcast today who uh, is I just had actually the opportunity and Mike too for the first time to meet in person today, and I could tell right away, you know, in those those first uh, few moments when you walked into the studio that we're definitely cut from the same cloth. <laughs> so we appreciate you, Jessica. Thank you. On? Thanks for inviting welcome. me here. Welcome. welcome. So welcome. guys, I uh, just want to introduce to you guys Jessica Dennehy. Welcome to the Positivity Effect. Thank you so much. Hello, everybody. I'm so happy to be here. I'm already feeling calmer from you speaking. I, it's, I, can we just record your voice? It's, it's my balance. yoga voice. It's a it's, good balance. It's your yoga. It's a good <laughs> yes, balance. Yes, yes. I need, I need to listen to Can that. Can you feel? I felt my heart just kind of. Yes. That's Whoa, right. guys! I'm gonna blush. <laughs> this is good. We need more energy like this, Tom. We do. Know, not, not that you know you're not enough, brother. But uh, hey, <laughs> we need to balance it out sometimes. That's true. That's true. That's true. Well, listen. Um, Jessica, you know, number one, we appreciate you coming here, you know, and and vibing with us. And you and I had the opportunity to to connect through a um, a, a family member. Actually, uh, I'm laughing. I'm laughing right now off screen because my my wife is here taking some photos for us. You're awesome. <laughs> Thank you, honey. Um, shout out to Ted. You know, it's amazing today how you can you can get connected with people that are quote unquote your people. Right, it, it was so much harder years ago to find people that, you know, you might have grown up in a certain town or city, or and you just kind of you just grew into a certain um, community with friends and family members, and it's just what you knew. It's it's who you were with, who you associated with, and those people that you were associating with may have been positive. They may have been people that would lift you up, that would support you, that would believe in you, that would want you to get to the next level. Or when you when you were down, they were the first person to be there for you. And maybe you didn't. Maybe you had people around you that tore you down, that didn't want you to see see you succeed. Uh, they weren't um, trying to achieve anything in their own life and, and felt threatened by maybe when you tried to start to break out and then you couldn't break out. Almost like the like the crabs in a bucket, right? What happens with crabs in a bucket? They tr one tries to climb out, and the other ones pull them back down. So it's it's so awesome today to have, like guys, like if you're watching us right now, like you get to like jump on mm -hmm. Instagram or Facebook wherever we're streaming, or you could be driving right now in your car and listening to us through through your car and connect with someone in a in a, in a more intimate level than you ever could in the past. It. I mean, number one, shout out to that, right? Well, you know, it used to be six degrees of separation, right? But now we've got the internet, we've got social media, we've got different apps and, and websites like LinkedIn and, you know, like you said, Instagram and videos and everything. So it's like, it's like three degrees separation right now. If you really wanted to connect with someone somehow, 
you know, I feel like you can if you did the if you did the legwork, you did the research, you put the time in, you could get close enough to whoever, you know, that you're trying to get close enough to. Um Sounds a little creepy. But I was it is just about true. to say, you, know, you can you can <laughs> dial in on their address. You can and reach you out can and touch. zoom in and see oh, what goodness. they're holding in their hand in the kitchen. It's a little scary. They no, could be drinking tequila. They could be drinking cognac. Google Maps will give you the answer. It's true though. I mean, I've never met Ted. Hi, Ted, if you're listening. Um, but we talk on Instagram, and I feel like I know him a little bit, right? And he introduced me to you, and it just kind of broadened your whole world. And it's, I was telling you off um, before we started, I'm from a small town in Connecticut. And, you know, I, and actually, yesterday I just reached out to one of my high school friends. It was his birthday. Wow. And I just feel this sense of home. Every, anytime I talk to any one of my high school friends, hi guys, if you're listening, yay, Shelton. Um, <laughs> whenever I talk to one of them or I see them or, you know, I'm there, I just feel so calm. And that's like a home space for me. And um, I'm so, so I'm, Getting back to my point, I'm from a small town. And so when I moved to Long Island, my world got so much bigger. Mm. And I feel since now I'm part of the small business world and I've met so many people through Instagram and stuff, my world's just expanding exponentially every day. And Ted's such a great example of that because without him, I wouldn't be sitting here. And yet Ted and I have never met. That's amazing. So weird. That's amazing. Right. It never before in time could you listen to a podcast, somebody's podcast, and then go send a message to them and they may respond to you. Go to, I was, I was going to say Borders, but Borders doesn't exist anymore. Oh. Amazon.com. Why am I even giving more space? Barnes and Nobles, anyone? Yes. Barnes and Nobles, anyone? <laughs> I love books. <laughs> the library. <gasps> What's that? Ooh. Oh, I still go there. I'm a nerd. I'm at the library. Thank I you. love the, the library. library. What's the library? But you can, you can, <laughs> for example, a good friend of mine had introduced me to this book, um, it was called Rhinoceros Success, I think. It was about like being a rhinoceros and everything, anything you do. It was such a great, simple little book. And like I was, I was, I had a chat with the with the author like a month ago. And, right. and the dude, and my friend was like, What? Because like he read the book like 20 years ago. And he's like, How did you how did you connect with him? And I'm like, look, this is this is the time now. You you can connect with people that lift you up, that inspire you. And that's right today, you know, what we, you know what we've set out to accomplish is we're bringing you Jessica and, and you're going to learn about Jessica's story. You're going to learn about um, how she is going about her day, especially throughout this crazy time that we're living in. Look, we all have our good days. We all have our bad days, but no matter what, you can always get after what you want to get after and improve. You have to want that too. Not everybody wants to be, the best at what they do or be great at something or or be positive or be positive right not everybody wants that sometimes i uh i wish i was ignorant to that and <laughs> didn't want to always be positive uh, maybe life would be That's easier human. it takes a little extra work though it i takes mean work. it's, it's easier to sit home and be miserable and kind of wallow in that than it is to think of a way to turn your life around yeah yeah yeah, yeah it is and, it's and a slippery slope I'm, I'm wondering like why that is you know, because um, I've I've always been in touch with like how I feel about certain things, and and I've always said that you know I I do have like an anger problem, right? Anger management, but 
it's not like I like like I'm the Hulk, right? Like I get upset, and I'm, I get angry, and I rage out, and it's like, oh, like my issue is you just feel this like tension. Well, no, once I get angry, I can't stop being angry. Yeah. Like it's you hard know, to I shut get, it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, that's that's like programming. That's oh, the programming in the mind. Once crazy. you put that track into the VCR, let's say VCR. <laughs> anybody, nobody knows what a VCR is today. <laughs> Tom is from the Tom is from the eighties <laughs> and the nineties. Let's today, turn folks. on the MP3 track. Not even MP3s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what am I saying? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> we're going back in time. Meanwhile, we're on a podcast, right? so you should be tech savvy. I know. I know. <laughs> you mean this radio show? <laughs> All right. When you turn the track on. <laughs> It's like playing that tape in your head yeah. or the CD or VC, right? It, it just, it's a groove. It's a groove that's been built into your brain that's hard to get out of, right? Um, maybe we could, I mean, I, maybe we could paint the picture for those of you that don't, doesn't know, that do not know what a, a, um, an A track, not an A track. I'm my bl- You're just can, going further back. No, I want to on purpose. <laughs> this is a good point here. The, what do we have in our, our living room? Record player. Record player. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, if you don't know what a record player is, you need to go and buy one. It'll change your life, especially if you have it in your, in your dining room. All right. <laughs> so record players, they, they have these grooves into them. And if, if someone was to come and, and, and carve a groove in, in, in one of the lines, you now, you're gonna, you won't be able to play what you used to be able to play. It's going to change the sound. It's going gonna, it's gonna to ruin the sound. Right. And that happens with, our, with our, our thought processes, our brains, our... Our patterns of thinking—it doesn't happen overnight. It, it you start going down this path of let's say negativity, or um, you, you're feeling down about something, and it's almost like that cognitive bias. Like once you start feeling down, your mind starts looking for things to support that, and then you start connecting with people that support it. And yes, and all of a sudden, you catch three weeks later, you're like, "Where? What happened to me? I'm I'm rubbing Cheetos on my shirt. <laughs> I haven't gotten up early. I haven't." And the reason I'm saying this is I've been here. I've been there. She's laughing. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> I feel like everybody has. And, yes. You know, I, I always say what you seek is seeking you, right? So if you are – that's not my quote, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's just a brilliant one because – It is today. If you it are <laughs> seeking negativity, you're going to find it. On the contrary, if you're seeking positivity, you will also attract that yeah. into your life. I believe your mindset has a lot to do with the energy that you attract. And you'll see once you start to rise, you're going to have to get rid of some of the people who are have become dead weight on you, the people who are not willing to celebrate in your rise, you know, because you're not going to have room for that darkness. You know, you're going to want to have to shed that so that you can keep moving upward and it's something that people, I'm not saying to ditch your friends because they're in a low place. Please, like, don't get me wrong. Right. They're in a rut. And it's like, no, oh, nope. we've all been in a rut. Yes. And right. we've all, we all will be again. You know, one of the things I believe is everything is temporary and your happiness is that too. You know, happiness is fleeting and so is sadness. So in a moment of happiness, enjoy the moment, as they say, because it will dissipate at some point. And when you're sad, remember that that too will be a fleeting moment. Mm-hmm. It's something to hang on to, something to look forward to will be the upswing. Yeah. So you, can, um, you can't appreciate the highs if you don't experience the lows. Correct, right? I agree. Like you don't, you just don't know. You don't know. It would be crazy if you were always on the highs. No, nah, you, you, then you, you wouldn't. Keep, ha, ha, yes. <laughs> like, and then you just don't come back down. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> it's like you're on, yes. Always on 100. 
Uh, yeah, you know, you have to have that balance. Yes. Right? Life is that balance. You want a sunny day, and sometimes you want to snuggle up on a rainy day. Yeah. Like, they're, I think they're... we've all had, like, like older people in our lives that have always said this, this too shall pass, mm. right? Like, we've all heard that. The and problem, it though, always with that... comes around when it's something negative, but it, you're right, you know, Jessica, it, it, this too will pass with positive, you know, success as well. Like, you can only ride that... That 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 wave of accomplishment for so long, right? Heavyweight champ becomes heavyweight champ yesterday. Two weeks later, it's old news. Somebody's coming for his head, and now you need that next level of accomplishment, right? But, but you have to be. I think you have to be someone that's secure enough to be okay with that too. Like, yes. all right, I had my moment. I enjoyed that moment. Now, what's next? Right. Something else positive will come eventually. Right, right, right. I think that. A lot of us from time to time also, th- we, we have this notion in our minds. I get it, it's human. It's a human thing. Maybe it's old programming from, you know, from our ancient brains. But there's this, this thought that there's supposed to be this end point. We're supposed to get to this. And then when we get there, everything is beautiful. Everything is, is door, hunky-dory. Everything is, the clarity is there. We talked about this last on the last podcast, you know, managing your energy and who you give your energy to. When you get to that that next level, though, it, you you start to recognize when you really want to be someone who is full of energy and who receives energy from other people too. That there always is another level, and when you kind of first see that, it it, it can be like, oh. Like I got here, but like, I don't, I'm not even enjoying it anymore. Like I got this, like maybe it's, I got the house. Uh, I opened the business. I got the relationship I was looking for. I got the car, the fame, the success, the pet that I want to, you know, adopt, whatever, whatever it is. But then, oh, right. There's always that, like, this is all it was. It's because we, we, we failed to, to recognize that the, the thing that we enjoyed the most was the chase for it. It was the, the experience of getting after it. It was what was what was happening in the process. It was how we were changing in the process. Absolutely. The journey is what you're supposed to be enjoying. The journey to get right. to wherever you think you're supposed to be going. And I think I one thing I've learned is you're managing your expectations is a really important thing when you're talking about mindset and positivity because the serial optimist is just as bad as the serial pessimist. Because if you're a serial optimist and you just think no matter what, everyone will change and everything will be great, you're bound to be disappointed because your expectations not managed properly. So if you want to really enjoy something, you have to you know, recognize that there's a possibility it won't work out or there's a possibility things won't change. And that, I think accepting that really get you more positivity into your life, if that makes sense. And just like nothing will always be positive, you know, the serial pessimist is obviously not good either because things will be positive at some point. So I think it's just a managing of your expectations that will help you get where you need to be. Yeah. And and the higher your expectations, you know, the, the higher your level of goal setting is, you should expect to fail along the way. You know, it's 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 a proven scientific fact that the the highest level of success, anyone at those levels have experienced the lowest of lows when it comes to failing or failing forward. 
right? Um, so I agree. Like it, it's it's it does you do yourself a disservice to have um, a, a unrealistic expectations to think that I'm going to start this path and I'm just going to win, 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 win. I'm going to make every hurdle. I'm never going to trip. I'm never going to fall. I'm never going to have to start over. Um, that's not realistic, right? And so you've kind of lost the game before you even started if you go into the game thinking that way, right? Um, so I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, but listen, Tom, I think we have been keeping our listeners in the dark for a couple of minutes now, man. you're reading like, my mind. I think we got to get going. to it. They're already like, "Who the hell is Audio Velvet?" Because he's only been on for two to three episodes. But they're definitely thinking, "Who the hell is Jessica? She sounds so amazing. <laughs> what is her small business? What's going on? We got to get into this." And well, I also too, I wanted to ask you because I, I and I mean this. I really do mean this, honestly. Like I, you have this aura about around about you. There's this energy that you put out. And I, that's why I love, Mike, that we have this opportunity now to do more podcasts in person. It's a totally dis- different experience when you're actually in the presence of another human. Um, something that all of us here in this room and listening, we, we need more of. And, and I hope all of us can get continue to get back to that point. Um, human connection is so important. Have you always felt like this way or... How has your let's let's go back to those earlier days of Jessica? You know, what take us through some of that story of of this 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 path, your story of of getting to a point where here we are today, and we're talking about you know some of these these amazing things that that you're doing every single day. Well, I haven't always been this in tune with myself, and I think most of us are not until we get a little life experience behind us, right? I mean when you're going through your 20s and you just feel like invincible and you really know nothing looking back on it. But in the moment, you feel like you've conquered the world and you could do anything. And I was not in tune with myself at all in my 20s. Um, You know, I was just kind of doing my thing. I had my ambitions. I went to college. I went to law school. I had my sights set on a certain job. And I started to accomplish all of that. But I really, um, in my 30s, where, which is where I am now, is where I really started to find myself and, you know, cultivate this like empathy towards people and get in tune with the energy that I was putting into the universe and um, the energy I was receiving and what who I want to be around, who I want to make time for. Because, you know, life keeps getting busier and busier and you need to make these tough choices about people in your life and who you're going to squeeze in when you can because it's important to you. And I really just started to get in tune with all of that and manage my stress in different ways. And that's how I started to do yoga, which is now a really important part of my life. And that came about as a stress management tool but has since become a very integral part of my daily life. So, um, yeah, that's how I got to here. And I think it's just been um, a really great thing for me. And when I was in quarantine, I decided to start posting about yoga on my Instagram page, which I hadn't previously done because I was using it for business. And yoga at the time was not any part of my business. Um and people just responded to it. I think they saw a light shining from me. I was like really trying to be happy in a dark time. And it inspired me to just keep doing it and keep making these posts. I, I got certified as a yoga instructor and then I did a free seven. During quarantine. During quarantine, yeah. Wow. Normally you have to do that in person. Right. 
during quarantine, they opened it up to online certification. So I was like, all right, my businesses are closed. I'll do this. It was positive for me because it gave me a purpose every day. And then the people on my Instagram page were so supportive and they thought it was cool and they were saying nice things every day and it really gave me extra confidence. And so I, then I taught a seven-week free course and I like posted it on YouTube and stuff. And it made me feel good too. Listen, it wasn't selfless. I think maybe it helped some people, but it was helping me also. You just said a seven-week free course? Well, it's just like one or two classes a week. I mean, but still, like, how could you be selfless giving away such incredible knowledge for seven weeks at no charge? Like, that's that's huge. That's that's that. I mean, you're the real deal. Um, Thank you. That's amazing. Wow. It oh. made me feel good, though. I mean, I was making these classes and sending a message. Every class had, like, a theme. And it was kind of uh, indicative of how I was feeling that week. And I went through like the energy centers of the body. There's seven major energy centers and how to open them and like communicate better and be more intuitive and find your passion, find your voice. You know, each one had a different theme every week. Ground, grounding yourself, that's an important one when everyone is in quarantine and going crazy. So I I thought it was great for me, for my mental health, my mental strength, but it seemed to be positive for other people too. So I, it was a great experience. I think it really turned quarantine into something positive for me. Wow. I, I'm, I'm a little mad that I didn't get a chance to take advantage of this seven-week It's course. on YouTube. I'm I'll gonna, send it to you. I'm gonna, <laughs> you but you know why? We'll I'm, definitely share this with you guys. Definitely check out the show notes page and we'll we'll, we'll put a link to these uh, this course I may be uh, doing some yoga this weekend. Hey, listen. <laughs> I was one of those people who thought yoga was like simple before I did it the first time. It's like, oh, you know, you just, you pose a certain way and you stretch. The coolest thing oh, about it is goodness. you always get to another level, right? Yeah. You're always finding another level of openness in your body and your spirit. Yeah, it's, 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 That's the thing I like is like a mind-body connection because, yes, you're twisting and, you know, catapulting yourself into these weird positions, but... There's a serenity to it when you're there. And, you know, when I was going through a time where I was very anxious, holding those poses takes a lot of focus. And so I realized it was almost like a moving meditation. So I wasn't meditating because I couldn't because I was so anxious. But in focusing my energy on this one pose for the day, I found clips of time where I was only concentrating on that one thing. And your mind takes a break from all the chatter. It's a beautiful experience. Wow. That's... And then you get toned on top of it, so that doesn't hurt. It is another benefit, right? <laughs> doesn't hurt to to, yeah, to to get some of the get get the body in shape. There's a there's something I, I I want to really connect for the listeners to right now, because I I've had uh, a bunch of you guys have emailed me over the the years of having the podcast about things you were you know you've been going through in life and. Um, sometimes I, I, some of you, the listeners out there, you've told me that the, you're, you, you found this podcast during a dark time in your life, or you already were in a really great uh, state of mind, and you found that the, that the show was helping you get uh, just get through your day and, and inspire you. The point that I, I really want to drive home for you guys is that Jess, you, you can I call you Jess? Yeah, Jessica? sure. You're, it's not like you're someone that like just like appeared and showed up and was was you lived this beautiful perfect life with with no ups and down no downs right you you've gone through a lot you've been through a lot you work hard you know you're you're 
you're an entrepreneur, you're you're working to build different different brands, you're working to help other business owners to inspire other people through the content that you put out. Right. You you've been through um some difficult times with your past relationship. And what I find so amazing too about that part of your story is how you guys have found a way to still work together too. Um for those of you that own a business or have been in a business before, just even if you're not actually in a, in a marriage and you're in a business, take two guys that are or two women that are business, they're friends, and then they become business partners. It's very hard. Like it's a it's a marriage too, a business. It is. It's, and sometimes when that like goes the other way, you it's you feel like you can't do it anymore. So it, that really inspires me, honestly. Like to see that. Um, and again, I don't know that part of your life and that story and what is going on for you guys and how you're able to manage that. But I think that's a testament to the the inner work that you're doing on a daily basis and to be able to um, to still, and I'm sure it's still fresh, right? But to go through that and still work together and build something together, I find that amazing. I think it goes, it circles back to uh, your growth mentally because I think awareness has a lot to do with it. When you're in any relationship, and especially a business partnership, she owns a barbershop, by the way, guys. <laughs> when you're in a business partnership, right, you have to own your strength and own your weakness because we can't, you're not good at everything. I certainly am not. I know, and I give my partner Ed credit for what he is good for. And then I try to take on the things that I'm good at. And, you know, I think that. That goes a long way when you can give the other person credit for their achievements and not take that away from them, let them shine on their own. But then, you know, without each other, we kind of like, I feel like him and I are like a yin and yang. What he's good at, I'm not. What I'm good at, he's not. So together we make something great. On our own, maybe it wouldn't be as perfect, you know? So I think being aware is important in any relationship, any kind of relationship. I think it's also a testament to the person you are and the person, his name is Ed, mm-hmm. right? And the person that Ed is, um, you know, it, it's very rare. I think you guys' situation is a little bit more of an exception to the rule um, because a lot of times personalities are just, they're just not aligned to be able to to do that. So, you know, I mean, I imagine if, if, if Ed, and I don't, you know, I don't know him, but if he was just a completely despicable person, you know, whether it was personal or, or professional, it would be difficult to continue um, to build something with a difficult personality. Um, but when, you know, you can find, like you said, a, a like-mindedness, um, you know, a commonality, uh, even if it's, you know, beyond, uh, for lack of a better word, things that are rooted in, in, in intimate uh, um, content, but is still professional i think that's very very rare you know it's hard yeah and it's hard well and you know there's there's this there's another lesson i feel myself just kind of my mind is opening up to from your story of of being in a in a a business with your ex-husband and still finding that way to meet that point what that teaches me is that I think about there's so many, so many people out there that go through, let's put the business part of it aside. They, maybe you're listening, maybe you're going through uh, a breakup or a divorce or, or it's, you're not sure it's how it's going. 
how so much of self-reflection maybe doesn't happen in that person. And then there's, there's so much bitterness that can happen. And when you're going through that, yes, that, that can be so difficult, but we, again, we talked about it on the last podcast, Mike, managing your energy. What I, what I can get from you, what I can tell is that you, you've developed this, this skill of really being able to manage your energy personally. And I've talked to other people that have gone through difficult relationships and things and you see you could see that that it they they can't get they can't get out of bed they can't and i'm sure you may have had those days i was i did absolutely i did i mean it was very rough for a long time breaking up a marriage is a very big event you know i don't take that lightly right even though so many of us are divorced it's it's very life-changing for your family for yourself and you know at first there's a lot of hurt and angst and blaming but right. the truth is we're each responsible for the breakdown of this relationship. It is not just his fault. It is not just my fault. We contributed in little teeny ways through years. You know, it takes years to build up like resentment yes. and, you know, all of that. And there's, I looked back and, you know, at first I was like, I'm, I'm mad at him for this and for that, but when I look back on it, like I see a lot of his points about the things that I did too. And, you know, I try to look forward and not make those same mistakes again. And that's all you can do because there's parts of you you can change and there's parts of you you can't. You know, there's some parts of you that are just who you are and they'll only change to a certain degree. But there are parts of us that we've learned and we're unaware that we were even exhibiting. And if you just bring an awareness to them, you can tweak them. It just takes a tiny tweak sometimes to make a big difference. I have about five or six exes that I'm going to need you to contact, Jessica. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no and problem. Just kind of explain uh, that whole. But no, it re it really comes down to growth, right? Sometimes um, after a breakup, um, the person stops growing. They stop maturing um, in that happens, the area. That happens of in the relationship, relationship too. Yeah. As soon as you get together, absolutely, you you were attracted to the person because they were expanding, and and then that stops. Mm -hmm. Yep, and and so that you know, being able to build something, you know, uh, with an individual who is is not growing past the person that you met them to, you know, when when you first got yes. together, is very difficult. And uh, you know, we're we're talking about building a business, so we, even we're talking about kids, right? A lot of times, oh, yeah. you know, you uh, uh, you know, two people will have you know children together, and unfortunately, they become collateral damage uh, within the breakup because someone is you know holding on to certain resentments and you know uh, can't move past. Uh, certain things that might have happened, or like you said, Jessica, just look at themselves and be accountable for what they negative things they brought into the relationship. Um, and 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 then at that point, you know, you you do have to unfortunately maybe decide to cut ties, which is unfortunate for more than just the two people involved. You know, there we're talking about kids, we're talking about family members, right? Well, that this this notion of carrying that resentment this extends to every area of our life. It's it's that. I'm just using an example. That stereotypical, the guy that's sitting on the bar stool, you know, at happy hour, talking about, uh, you know, being being prom king or mm -hmm. the old days. Like, doesn't doesn't is is seeing everything that oh, I, you know, I, I life life got me. Uh, I never had that. I never had an opportunity. Um, when when there's opportunity everywhere, all around us, 
to to always if if we're open to it, if our eyes are open to it. And sometimes it's hard too because sometimes just again the the environment that you're in, the people that are around you, you're not able to see. You, you're the the wool can be over pulled over your eyes about wanting to have a more positive life and wanting to be um, to be better at whatever you do. And sometimes you can get caught, caught in that stuck in that that cycle of just like thinking about the old days and and feeling like uh, like you got stuck, like like you didn't you didn't get anything out of life, or you never were able to go after that dream that you had. And that's true about any relationship, not just a marriage, but it, with your friends. You know, my friends, like I was talking about before from high school. We've known each other since we're 12. A lot has changed since then. And there have been times where those relationships have an ebb and flow. You're in one place, they're in another. I'm not talking about physically, but mentally. You know, you're in a different stage of life and you kind of lose touch and then you come back. And, you know, when, when you're changing and you're growing and evolving and you might look at one relationship or another, one friendship or another and realize like, oh, that person and I just went to the bar and kind of bitched about life and that was our thing. But now I'm not there anymore. I want to go out and be positive and now I can't do that with them and that relationship kind of tumbles. And if they didn't change or they don't want to, right, they they feel threatened because, and it's like, and they're not doing it out of spite. They don't hate you. It's just because you're now growing and they're not and they don't want to. Or you're on two you know, separate paths, right? Like how many times have you guys been the single person with someone who, you know, you grew up with and now they're in a relationship and it's like they're doing all the coupley things, <laughs> right? And you're like, okay, you know what? I'm I'm going to stop hanging out with you guys so much because I feel like a third wheel, you know? Or you're in a relationship and you're like, I got to stop hanging out with my single friends because they're doing stuff that I can't do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so it's not that, you know, that that I, I wish you were different or you're not, you know, growing and, and, and evolving in a way that I, I feel like you should. I think that's a little judgmental, but it's just you're on a, you're on one path. I'm on another and they don't intersect as often or as, as well as they used to. But they might later on. Oh, definitely. Which thing. is why you don't cut it out. Right. Right. Which is why you still call on birthdays yeah, but and I'm, holidays. But specifically, no, to <laughs> challenge you, though, there are times, though, where there are just people in your life that for better, for whatever path, they're, they, they're just negative. Oh, yeah. They don't want to improve. They don't want to think positively. They don't want to see the upside. The the You know, it's cup isn't empty or it was never there. <laughs> and some people don't, some people want to, right? but they don't understand how to how do to. it. And, you know, that's something I try to help people with when I can. I don't know. People tend to like divulge a lot of personal information to me off the bat. I don't know what, something about me makes them feel safe doing that. They I don't know. tea to you, huh? But so I try to like give them good energy. Like <laughs> I did that today with a customer actually. And, um, it was funny. He was like telling me about, he's kind of a guy that I see sometimes and then he moves away and then he comes back. And I was kind of saying that to him. And this time he was different. You know, this time he came back and he was like, I kind of failed, but I'm back and now I get it. I see that I failed. And I said, good for you. Cause that's a, that's a growth step right there. You're not in denial. You have a, like owned it. You owned that you made a mistake. And now you understand that mistake and you're going to change it. And like, I bet he'll be successful now that he's on that path to awareness. That's amazing. That's, that's, that's really, you know, when you find people like that in your life, you just, you, you have to do exactly what he did and that's embrace the opportunity. 
you know, um, you know, you you feel a connection to certain people for a reason, and you kind of got to go with that gut base instinct um, because there's not a lot of people out there, you know, that you feel comfortable enough to share certain things with, um, and then that you can trust, right? Um, so, but you know, Jessica, I have a question because you just uh, you just told us about a customer, mm-hmm. right? So, this mysterious customer. So, I'm curious. What was he a customer of? You told us that you were in quarantine and you did so many amazing things uh, with, you know, starting your yoga class and and putting the yoga posts out and just kind of developing this whole, you know, this 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 yoga empire. But you were on quarantine, meaning that you had to stop doing something else. I'm so curious. <laughs> that was the point. I was keeping you, you know, in suspense. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm impatient. I got enough. All right. <laughs> okay. So I own two small businesses uh, with my ex-husband. They're called Mad Men Barbershop in Wantaw and Williston Park here on Long Island. Mm-hmm. Case Represent. Pat is listening. I said in Long Island. He got mad. My, one of my customers got mad at me. It's on Long Island. So I said, fine, I'll say on next time. I'm not from here, but I'll say it. So in Strong case you're Island. listening, Pat, on Long Island. And I'm a corporate attorney also. So I've been, you know, I do some like contract transactional work. You just blew his mind. Wow. You see, like, he's like, like corporate attorney. Sounds fancy, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's That's amazing. Um, all right, so let's 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 Mike, get Mike, into Mike, you didn't, this. You, the documents you put them away, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, all that. Don't worry. I, <laughs> get the shredder the out. Get the shredder out. What Swiss bank account? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, well, I'm not the FBI, so no worries. <laughs> well, no worries. Well, pretty damn close. If you give me no. a dollar, I could be on retainer, and you could tell me whatever you want. See? Ah, there it is, Tom. <laughs> Give the lady, a, give her $2 because we got a lot of shit we got to shovel. Score. <laughs> Underneath the table. Um, but no, you know, Mad Men, um, it, it, I, I actually, I passed it on the way um, to the studio today. Um, first of all, you know, you guys, it was, it was busy. It was buzzing um, out there. And, and you know, just for, for me to just be passing by the shop means that there was activity happening happening inside the shop and outside the shop. You know, you can kind of feel that. And and so um, you know, I'm I'm very, very happy that, you know, the shop is experiencing um what what you're experiencing during these times, because I know it was difficult. Um I know it was difficult coming out of quarantine and getting back into the business. And I'm sure you had to make a lot of changes to how you did things. Um and, you know, I, this, this shop is just amazing. And I kind of want to tell you about my experience when I was there. But tell us more about, like, like you know, Mad Men and, and just the amazing barbershop it is, how you got involved. Like, I'm, I'm so curious. Well, it's eight years old now. Um, we signed the lease to this property that you just passed in Wontaw. We signed it when I was one week away from having my first daughter. So in terms of opportunity and time, there's no perfect time for anything. And I like I get so frustrated when people say that because we can end the podcast. That's it. We've done. We're done <laughs> with the just episode. Like, you know, there's a the perfect time is whenever you have an opportunity to present itself, really. It's never gonna be great. So I'm not I was, you know, ready to pop and this this perfect spot came up and Ed and I were just like, let's do it. You know, we were, he was looking for something new. He wasn't happy with his job. And he had this great concept to make an upscale barbershop. At the time, barbering wasn't as popular as it is now. 
So there was a bunch of like old dilapidated shops around and then there was women's salons and he hated going to the women's salon to get his hair cut. But he also hated to go to the dilapidated barbershop. So he came up with this concept and he has great uh, decor taste. So, you know, we we found a spot and we just ran with it. And then we had a baby a week later, you know, so everything was perfect. It was easy. Yeah. Super easy. <laughs> no, I mean, it was crazy. It was totally insane. Our first kid. So, you know, you're always like, what the heck am I doing? Am I doing it right? I don't know what's going on. She's crying, you know. I'll and never then, forget. You know, my brother moved into Wantua 2009 and I'm, uh, we, we, we're from Hicksville and We've always gone to um, to sh- shout out to our our local place that we we would go to um, in Hicksville, but it was it was one of those more standard, just go in. There was pictures of like types of haircuts on the back wall, and it, it, you know you know the guy that you get your haircut from every week. But it was there wasn't really much more to that. And and then my brother said, Tom, you got to come to this place, Mad Men, and, and come drive down to Wantaw. And it was I think it was maybe like 2010 um, when I had come in. And I was like, what? <laughs> that Thank was my you. first word. I was like, it was an experience. It yeah. wasn't, I didn't get my hair cut. I, I like, I walked out and felt like I like was taken on a ride, like a story. Um, That's exactly the point. That's what we were going for. Cause no one was doing that at the time. And you know, since then, when you have a great idea, people will copy it. And that's just the nature of the beast. And that's happened right. to us, you know? So but you can't imitate success. You know, you can imitate a product, you can imitate you. An, a look, yeah. but you can't imitate the success of the business because the success is driven by the people who work day and night yeah. to make it successful. By the fire and the bellies of everybody that's a part of that, yeah. that, that you're, this, this, this business. And, and yeah, you can't, you can't imitate that. The, the, you know, the vision is, is spot on. Like, shout out to you, shout out to Ed. Um, because like you, you walk in there and you're kind of like transported back in time, you know. So like I don't even know the era. What is it like the twenties, the thirties? It's like that Humphrey Bogart kind of film noir. Like you walk in, and you with you, that you, noir, you automatically yes. want to start talking like this. See, <laughs> I need a haircut. See, <laughs> <laughs> make it fast for me and the boys. See, like it's it's like it's 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 so dapper. It's so damn dapper. Everything in there from the the pictures on the wall, uh, I mean, just the, the 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 magazines, the publication, the like you said, the decor, uh, the style of the chairs, just the 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 the, the aprons that I, I'm not quite sure if that's what they call them, the the schmocks kind of aprons that the, the barbers wear. I mean, it's so it's so classic and so timely, and you just feel so good before you even. Get a haircut. Like just walking into the place, you're like, Jesus, I feel great in here. That's exactly how we wanted people to feel. And, you know, through the years, this shop over here in Wanta has gotten a lot of interest and a lot of copycats. And so we've changed the decor a couple of times. You know, Ed's really on top of trying to foresee when the best time to change and evolve is and he's done a great job at that and you know he loves to, d- I to love decorate that. i too. love that there's been this evolution yeah that's been one of the coolest things for me to see is is that evolution he knows that's what you have to do to survive right because you have to keep standing out you can't keep standing out if you don't do if you just do the same thing all the time very true so he's really been great with that. And, you know, to go back, circle back to failures and successes, there was 
uh, one one uh, idea that he had to change the shop into kind of like an urban um, Banksy feel, and that fell flat out here. It would have killed in Brooklyn, let me just tell you. And I loved it personally, but like out here, people just weren't understanding that whole theme. And so then he changed it again a year later. You know, he's good at feeling what people like, what they don't like, what might work. And sometimes you're going to do something and it's not going to work out the way you thought. And there's nothing wrong with that. You just learn from it. Right. Can't be afraid to try something new. That's for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so it's had a few evolutions over there. How did you guys um, deal with just the whole, you know, pandemic, the shutdown, um, not being, I imagine that the shop had to close for an yeah. extended amount of time. Like, what was that like? <sighs> scary. It was very, very scary. I mean, we both um, live off of that, and we have 15 to 20 barbers that feed their families from that, and we take that very, very seriously. So we closed, I think it was March 21st, and then we didn't reopen until June 10th. It was hard. You know, everyone was battling to get unemployment, and that wasn't happening very fast because of the amount of people. and. Our landlords are small business owners and they needed the money for the rent. You know, it was, we were trying to juggle a lot. It was, it was hard, but we tried, you know, the man, a manufacturer that we use cause Ed's a custom clothing designer and that was part of our business model for a long time. And a manufacturer we use got repurposed to do masks and Ed was like, let's buy the masks since it's March. Nobody has masks. So we bought like a hundred thousand face masks and we started donating them around the county to give back to people. I mean, this community supported our business when we were no one and we wanted to give back to them. And so we did, we did that. So that kept us busy too, you know, and it was positive. Like, like we said, throwing out positivity and stuff, but I was stressed out. I was worried. I wasn't sure when they were going to allow us to go back then we got the regulations to go back, and I was even right. more nervous because it was tons, tons of regulations. It was like a, it was like a novel. And the barber, it the, it's the funny thing is the barber industry is highly regulated by the health department. So, and we've already were the cleanest shop around, the most sanitary, and that became one of our, um, you know, mantras. Like we're sanitary. We've passed health inspections with no violations. Here's the paperwork, and. Even for us being up to that standard where hardly anyone follows all those rules, but we already were, we still had to put more money into doing the COVID regulations and getting all of the new materials for that. It was hard coming off of months of not having an income. So, you know, we're plugging along and business is still not exactly where it was before, but we're going to just keep doing our thing, stay positive, and I know it'll bounce back. What personally for you was what were what were the things that you went to to kind of get you through these times to help so that you were able to continue to show up and to continue to innovate with Ed? What were you doing? Some of your your personal strategies to for the shop or just for myself? For yourself? For myself? Well, I was a busy bee because my kids were were homeschooling right then and there, and that was a beast. I mean, shout out to all the parents who had to go through that because. I was, it was hard to get in a mindset where you could help your kids to begin with. Forget about like teaching them. You know, my, my younger one's a kindergartner, so she can't navigate a computer alone. You know, she needed a lot of help. So um, that kept me busy. And then I started doing my yoga instructor training, which was a really positive outlook, 
outlet for me. And I just started teaching that class. After the yoga training was done, I went straight to teaching the free chakra workshop. And that's what kept me going, really. When, I, when I'm feeling unsafe, my safe place is yoga, meditation, fitness. I get out. I, I I don't just do yoga. You know, I have like a whole regimen I do every day with like cardio and weights. And I have to do that every day. Not because I'm like a psycho about my weight or my body. <laughs> it's because of my mind. If I don't get up yes. and do it, I feel it in my mind. <laughs> and that's what motivates me every day to stay fit. And just uh, so I feel good about myself. I feel like more calm. I know that makes like, maybe it doesn't make sense to some people. Like how does going a hit in the gym hard make you feel calm? But it does. No, it, it definitely does. Um, and that's not, that's, it, that's not anything that you can easily describe. Um, it's just kind of something that you have to experience, right? Um, going to the gym or doing some type of you know, physical activity. And then when it's all said and done, you being physically spent, but fe- feeling fulfilled. Yeah. That's what it is. It's that, that internal feeling of accomplishment, of feeling like, Okay, like I'm I'm filled up for the day and I'm, you know, I'm ready to attack whatever the rest of the day has for me or tomorrow. Um, and so I, 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 you know, I just really think that's great. It, it, you kind of summarized everything that we talked about on the last episode. Yeah. Like I, really I, just like in the, in this, in that two minutes, three minutes, <laughs> you literally summarized everything we talked about for almost an hour. I could just pull that episode down. <laughs> right. You just kind of killed the last episode, but oh, you're I absolutely right. No, I'm like, so sorry. Just the 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 energy and and the 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 benefits to staying busy, man. Right? Like you said, you you were a busy a busy little bee. Like yeah, like that's what you have to do. You got to get up, get out, and get something. Do something. Um, well, we talked about this on the Dapper Effects podcast about the right for men because we, we were talking about men in particular, like that feeling of. What COVID did to a lot of us is it was, it was like it was almost emasculating. It was emasculating. Don't be afraid to say the word, Tommy. I, I, you I'm felt afraid emasculated. To say it. I did. It's okay. I felt emasculated. It's all right. I'm your brother. I'm here for you in solidarity. Thank you. <laughs> but no, it's you know, and again, like we talked about it, and it's not anything to take away from from women. Um, and we even talked about it on that episode. Like, what is the proper term for when a woman woman has her version of feeling emasculated. Like, what is that, <laughs> what is that terminology? We don't know what it is, but we know it exists, right? Um, so we're not we're not discluding, um, but we can only talk about what we relate with. And you know, for a lot of guys, that's what it is. It's it's being able to be active and you know, getting up and going somewhere and punching a clock and putting in a twelve hour day, a fourteen hour day, an eighteen hour day. Getting after your vision. You know that that's that's you know what it is, and and for a lot of people. You know this this quarantine was it was very you know it, it stifled a lot of us because number one it took us out of our routine. I don't care what you did. I don't care if you were male, female, young, old, professional, blue collar. It, it doesn't matter. You were taken out of your comfort zone. Your routine had to change, um, and so we can all relate with each other on that particular point. Um, but what did you do with that? Right? Did you change your routine into something that had you less active, that challenged you less than what you were challenged on a day-to-day basis before that? Um, that's a slippery slope. You can open the door to depression. You can, you know, you can get into a a rut of of laziness and and just kind of, 
you know, not being motivated to do certain things. Um, so I really see the value, like you said, in just just continuing to do something. I, I really admire that, you know, that aspect of what you shared. Well, Thank right. you. Andy Frisella talks about it all the time, right? His definition of success. It's the pursuit. It's the pursuit of one's own true potential. And I think like when that starts to be your 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 mantra, your ethos, it 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 gets really exciting. Yeah. Because then you know you're just going to continue to to get to that next that next precipice of life. You're going to keep improving and then you don't feel like there's just this one point that you're trying to get to. And I mean for any age in life that should be an exciting notion. It doesn't matter if you're 15, 20, 30, 55, 70 years old, I've, I've heard, seen stories, not I've heard, seen stories, even for me personally, I talk to a lot of, um, I have, uh, I do have more elderly clients. I help ha- patients with their hearing. It's great when you could see someone in their 60s and 70s reinventing their life or, and, or going after something new and getting after or still getting after something. And then usually the ones that I see that are like getting after something, they don't look their age. <laughs> And I think something he said made me think of this thing I read in one of my yoga books. It's like we say we're in a rut when we're doing a bad thing or or something negative or not useful every single day. But um, back to the routine, like there's when we're, we're it's all about the, your mindset and the way that your perspective is, right? Because if you're doing if you're going to the gym every day and you're hitting hard every day, you don't say I'm in a rut, but you are just doing the same thing every day. So it's just about the way that you perceive it. If it's in a negative light or a positive light, it could be a rut or you could be on a roll. It's really the same thing. That's That's a a quotable. (laughs) Are you in a rut or are you on a roll? I love that. (laughs) Listeners out there, that is already copyrighted. Don't even try it. We just did it after the show. It's trademarked and copyrighted. To Jessica. To Jessica. You cannot use that. (laughs) (laughs) But that's amazing. I really like that that whole concept. Thank you. Um, And you're absolutely right. Like, I think think it comes down to, again, like like challenging yourself, right? Like, you got to challenge yourself. Even if you're going to the gym every day, then do something that you don't always do. Do that exercise you hate doing. Do the one that you're not good at doing. Challenge yourself to be better I think The Rock said this, right? He's like, every day I try to be better than I was the day before. That's his mantra, right? Um, he's all about the hands too. He's like, with these hands, right? So he's talking <laughs> about like, I love that. Like, you're putting, you put in the work. Right. You put in the work. You get, you, you're going to get calluses. You're going to get beat up. You're going to get cuts and scrapes. And you use your hands mm-hmm. to to get after what you're going after. You know, that, that metaphor. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, listen, I... It, I I know we're we're on limited time, uh, and I hate to switch modes, uh, but I have one more question for you, uh, Jessica. Um, it, so it, I want you to put your corporate law hat on. Okay. Right? In the last episode, Tom, we talked about how some of these bigger companies, right? And we talked about how the bigger the company, the more focus the company or the organization will put on profit, right? Um. So I, I, I kind of want to ask you, in your experience, is that true? Is it true that the larger a company gets, the more out of touch they become with just, you know, helping the average man, you know, being out there, uh, being community-based, not being all about profits, but being about positivity, um, 
Have you seen that or have you seen some larger organizations, some larger companies who are still very philanthropic? That's the word I'm looking for. Um, and, you know, are still very active in developing, um, you know, their community and society as a whole. I think it's it's tough. I mean, as a business owner, I can see that the more you grow, the further away you get from the customer, let's say, right? Like the further you get away from the community because you have your sights on expanding. And in order to expand, you cannot get, you know, bogged down by the details. So I don't think that companies, bigger companies have the intention of you know, not being philanthropic or community oriented. I just think it's difficult to continue to manage that while you also try to expand a company. And and listen, there's a, every company is made to make money because otherwise what are we doing, right? Like we have to make money. But right. the larger you get, the more jobs you create. So you are helping your community because you're employing people and that's no small feat. It's an expensive task. Yes. You know, the payroll taxes you have to pay and the fees for that and the taxes that you you then get taxed, you know, for for more and not just taxes, but like a lot. It's a lot. You have to you have to make a whole group of people who don't make your your money for your company, but are just tasked with managing these like, you know, things that aren't generating any profit. So I think that it is harder for companies as they expand to stay grounded and rooted in the community. And I think that is something that small businesses bring to the table that a larger company can't. But our, I think most small businesses, the goal is to get bigger. So, But well, there'll always be new ones sprouting up. Well, what I can observe from your small business, and yes, like you said, you've expanded and there's certain details that Right, you just have to start focusing on other details, but you're a leader. Like it comes down to the leadership. And I think for those to kind of maybe, if I may, Mike, to answer your question that you posed to her, the bigger companies out there that lost sight of what you just described are the ones that the 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 ones steering the ship are no longer focused on that. It, it it's it's that trickle down. When, when you have the leaders that have those those values at heart, yeah, things will change. It will look different as things grow. But you start to build this ethos in your company and you have, there's a certain energy in the company. There's a certain um, uh, culture. You build a company culture and... Um, I, th I think the ones that are building that, that are focusing on a, on a, in a, a branding, an imaging, a culture about them, that will probably be, be probably are probably the ones that are most successful with what you're you're describing. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Okay, interesting. Have you uh, have you come in, in, and you don't have to share any details? I'm sure you're probably under some type of constraint that you can't talk about certain things. <laughs> um, but have you had some some cases where you know some companies have done some pretty like diabolical things? Diabolical. Diabolical. diabolical I don't know if yes. I would go that far. Di no, not no. Pretty my, white collar. My clients pretty white are not right? diabolical. <laughs> I'm going to take over the world.
I think there's a lot. It's it's hard. I have friends who've, you know, had been in certain precarious situations with their companies and I see it from both sides. You know, I understand how difficult it is to maintain headcount and salaries right now. I get that. And it's not I don't think that companies are really motivated by acting callously you know, in that respect. But of course, I understand the plight of the employee also. And I haven't had any experiences personally where I saw companies being ruthless in that respect. No, I'm sure they're they're out there, but I haven't, you know, they're not my clients. Oh, well, well <laughs> good, good, good for you. Glad that you don't have to, uh, you know, to deal with some of that. You know, I, I, I don't know. I'm just going off of fiction. I watch TV, I, you know, you watch too much, uh, too much Wolf of Wall Crime Street. Stoppers, <laughs> right? I can't watch that. <laughs> you can't. Single mom, no. Like I have nightmares <laughs> at night about how to protect my kids if something happened. Oh you know? my goodness, yeah. So yeah. I can't watch stuff like that. I'll never forget it. <laughs> There's a lot of crazy stuff out there, man. Um, you know, and a lot of stuff that you hear, and you're just like, wait, there was a company behind that? Like, oh my god, yeah. Um, scary. Right, it's yeah. scary. But, but there's a lot of good out there too, and there's a whole lot of good out. We'll there. be we'll be always putting that spotlight on that for you guys, and that's why we brought you on today, Jessica, because um, we've been kind of silently um, influenced by you, you know, from a distance. Really? From, from oh. absolutely, oh yeah, that means so much to me. Thank you for absolutely. saying that, and uh, it means a lot to us to have you here today. So thank you for having me. Um, it was a pleasure. We're going to definitely have you back. Um, I would love that. We're going to be, guys, definitely check out uh, Jessica's free course. We said free. That's pretty incredible. While it is still free, because, you know, listen, good good, good quality content out there, you know, it takes, you know, so definitely check it out. We'll have a link to it. Um, I guess the best place we want to connect everybody with you guys, with her, which, with you, Jessica, is on Instagram. Yeah. Um, you could find her at Jessica underscore Dennehy underscore. Yep. And that's D-E-N-N-E-H-Y. Right. Underscore, right? That's it. And there's just, you got so much awesome, so many exciting things in the pipeline. We'll definitely update everybody, you know, um, when when those things are out. But if you're in Long Island, come on out. Check out Madman Barbershop. Yes. Get yourself a cut. Get yourself an experience. Do yourself a favor. Come check it out. (laughs) It's it's such an amazing shop. Such an amazing experience. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. I you know, we need more of those in Brooklyn. I know you said that people have copied you, but they have not copied you enough in Brooklyn because I can't find anything. <laughs> Maybe I'll come there. Like it. Please do. And I'll find a building that's close to my <laughs> close to my house. <laughs> All right. So I won't have to you have travel a real far. estate license. Yeah, you can help I'll, me with I'll, that. I'll go find someone who has one, <laughs> trust me. Um but yeah, this was this was, you know, just a a, a real pleasure sitting and, and speaking with you and um you know, I, I really hope. You and I, I um, oh, I will. If you invite me, I will come back. Awesome. awesome. And I, and I wish uh, for those of you that are listening, I wish that you could have been here in person with us because, um, like I said f- from the beginning, I'll repeat myself. You really do carry this energy fr- with you, and it's a good thing. And and guys, when you when you come across people in your life that have that, and you'll know, you just know, you you know, and make sure make sure you 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 hold on to that, and you stick you stick to people that will will lift you up and, and believe in what you're doing and want you to move forward in life. Um, and look, everybody's going to have that rut, you know, at times. Um, but what, what, what I'm going to, I'm going to botch her, her, your, your uh, quote that we just, we're going to be Are rolling. you on a roll or in a rut? Yeah. 
you're gonna have somebody that maybe on a uh, on a, in a rut, but it's already on a t-shirt. Make sure you're people. on a roll. Sorry. It's already a t-shirt it's and a hat. T-shirt. Don't even try it. <laughs> Don't even try it. We've got it. And yoga pants. <laughs> and yoga pants. It's on yoga pants. It's on the yoga pants. <laughs> Coming to a town near you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, yeah. So um, listen, I guess take we'll, us out, Mike. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. Um, guys, we thank you so much. Um, Jessica, again, thank you for joining us. Um, you know, guys, we're all about everything positive out here. Um, we're all about having guests on uh, that are interesting and unique uh, and have integrity uh, and, and can offer value to your life, what you're doing, and what you're all about. Um, so again, Jessica, we thank you so much. Um, we just want to wish you guys, you know, just a wonderful rest of your day. Tune in next week. Uh, we'll have another amazing guest on. I believe we're going to have Kaz, um, who was uh, briefly part of the show a couple of weeks, a couple of episodes ago. Uh, just an amazing individual as well. We're bringing you more positivity. So please, please tune in for the next episode. Guys, we wish you well. We're going to take you out the way we always do. Stay safe out there. Stay positive. Stay productive, as Jessica does. <laughs> stay dapper, people. Always stay dapper. Always stay dapper. And stay tuned. Positivity Effect, we will see you soon. Peace. Take care, guys. Peace.